Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Even Lizzo, who has ties to Minneapolis, was a little upset that the Jonas Brothers did a short set at our Minnesota State Fair on uh, Friday night. So they were the headline, oh, like you yeah. were buying a ticket for yeah. the Jonas Brothers. Not like they were coming on, oh, we're going to play a couple because we're in town before so-and-so. Right. How well, who, short was it? Who would the Jonas Brothers be warming up for? Well, I'm just saying, like, but... you know how you, you bring somebody special in? Yeah. Like, oh, and because they're in town, they're they're going to come on oh, stage and sure. join the, the headliner. Yeah. But they were the headliner. They were the show. If you went like to hear did you love it despite the shortened set but here's the thing you'd have to be a real jonas brothers fan and have seen them before to know that they've done three hour sets okay that's a big show three hours so they played it says 110 minutes which is just short of two hours that'd be a pretty good show by any measure Mm -hmm. like an hour and 50 minutes so, uh, does everybody agree that uh, under two was uh, good enough? Uh, I mean, when I when I heard shortened, I thought they came out, they played five songs, and then they were like, "All right, good night, uh, Minneapolis. Hey, See you later." It's been <laughs> great. Boo. No, there is a caveat here that uh, you, the uh, couch juror, needs to okay. know. There's always the rest of the story. That's why I always wait for the rest of the details. What do we got? Allegedly, they were limited by the fair people to a 75-minute set. They were told, you can do a 75. That's an hour and 15 minutes. So that's on the fair if if they told them. So, in fact, the Jonas Brothers did more than they were told to do. Meanwhile, the fair people are on the side of the stage looking at yeah, the point right, to their right, watch, right. like, I, uh, 75 minutes, yeah, what yeah, are we yeah, doing? Yeah. And they're like, all right, and one more encore. And <laughs> no. t- today, with all of the uh, reports and the social media anger, all of the fair people are in hiding. No, uh, we didn't tell them Prove that. it. <laughs> prove that we said that. I mean, 75 minutes still, I don't think I would call that a shortened set then. Well, I think that still yeah, seems long. An hour that's, and 15, you would expect, out of somebody with so many hits, that's, yeah, that's not a lot. But the fact that they then went an hour and 50, I think says, hey, whatever your fair said. So, Sorry, I, the fans were having a good time and yeah, we were going. We're going to keep going. I don't know what was on the set list. I wasn't there, but to to make up for some of that time, we dug one up here that uh, actually hasn't been played in, in a little bit. This was uh, a Laura suggestion. Yeah, early pandemic time. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I like this when it came out. What a man gotta do. It's the Jonas Brothers on Q102. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Smash Mouth is the one maybe stands out. Steve Harwell for being the youngest at 56. Uh, yeah, that when I saw the age, and again, I I think back to back in my day, Smash Mouth, of course, oh, was yeah. huge. In my and day. Then, <laughs> in my day. But it started back in 1994, and I remember that. Like yeah. that time frame of, of mid-90s music was, was just all about it. But then he was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy in 2013 and died at 56 from liver failure. Yeah. Yeah, acute liver failure. I was kind of looking into his Wikipedia. For one thing, I didn't, he's from Idaho. How many rock stars do you know came out of Idaho? 
Hey, they're jamming in Idaho. Are they? Obviously. Are they now? Potatoes in one hand, microphones in the other. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Smash mouth. That's maybe where the name came from. <laughs> but also, he had a, a very young son who died, oh gosh, 22 years ago from uh, leukemia at only six months old. So that's very oh, sad. How uh, do you get over that? Yeah. So... There have been some big bands who we would call core Q102 artists over the decades. And in the 90s, they were certainly one of them. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. in uh, honor of Steve Harwell, Smash Mouth, you're going to be singing along, I know, on Q102. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. You are doing a little traveling, and we've been talking about maybe a future trip for you. I just booked some airline travel to come back to visit in the fall in Wilmer, and I guess I didn't even know, but look at me. I'm top-notch because Delta now ranks as the number one best domestic carrier Hmm. for comforting travel service on-time arrivals according to bounces 2023 airline index now i always thought southwest prided themselves on the best customer service friendly staff we get you there on time with a smile but they were bumped down to number two they normally hung on to that number one spot but surprisingly spirit airline Made the top ten. Well, well, I was like, I mean, Are, was I, there only ten? I was I have, like, what happened? I've flown with them. It was fine. I don't know. They get a bad rap. Southwest had that whole thing last December with all the canceled flights and, and the system that went oh, down. And that might have that affected. that probably bumped them. Yeah. yeah, and they also used other things. Like in-flight entertainments, do you get the free movies, oh. do you get the little earbuds, or do you have to buy them, that kind of thing, meals, seat comfort, all that. I got earbuds from Delta. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, they can't the cost greatest. more than 19 cents to manufacture. <laughs> did they make you buy them, or did you No, have to, they were handed, oh, they handed out, the free ones. They yeah. were not of very high quality. <laughs> when I shared the photo when Alex and I were in our bride and groom shirts in the plane. I shared the photo with you and I think we flew American at that time and you said, whoa, look at you guys splurging for first class. But that was just regular coach seats, but it seemed like they were all upgraded to the the, where you could kind of like adjust the headrest to come around a little bit. It was all the plush, leathery like they looked like they should be first class seats, but they were just the regular oh, yeah. whatever we could get the cheapest. That's what I was going for. We're doing American for our uh, winter getaway in January. Nice. Did they rate high um, enough? American. They did make the top ten but well, I, I don't know hope. where in there. Yeah. Name- I mean if Spirit did American better. Name more than 10 airlines. Well, yeah, and that's what I was... When I saw Spirit did, I'm like, was there only 10 to choose from? <laughs> but if you want the top three, it was Delta, then it was Southwest, and then Hawaiian Airlines. Okay. That was your first, second, and third. Hmm. And then Alaskan Airlines and United round out the top five. This always happens. You talk about a topic, and then up pops a story in the news. A Delta flight. Number one, mm-hmm. according mm-hmm. to the... Airline index by bounce, which mm-hmm. I've never heard of until today, but I guess Delta's number one. I believe they're headquartered out of uh, Atlanta. There was uh, a flight set to go from Atlanta to Barcelona. I'm guessing that's a long flight. Mm-hmm. They had to turn around for an emergency landing. I'm going to let the pilot explain. This is the actual uh, recording to air traffic control telling uh. them why they need to turn around 
and come back. Listen closely. Just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Oh, a no. biohazard issue. Did I hear him correctly here? You know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. So. All the way through oh, no. the airplane. Oh. <laughs> I picture you're sitting there. You're getting the rumbles. You're like, oh, ah, no, no, no. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just motion sickness. Yeah. And then you realize a little too late, you should have started, you know, heading to the rear of the plane for the bathroom and just. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh. Well, but don't you worry. Whatever flight you, you know, what are the chances of that happening again? Wake up. Hello. Good morning. Well, we've been waiting for your return. Well, there's so many things. Obviously, you didn't message me when you got done with your boating day. I was worried sick. Uh, <laughs> well, the breakfast boat on Friday. You got the corn tossing tournament. We're going to need to hear about. But mm-hmm. the main thing here is uh, Phil Donahue, the cat. <laughs> Are you calling him that too? Like Mary Ellen said, every time I try to say his name, Phil Donahue pops up yes. and I go, oh wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> well, that's how I remember. First of all, that yeah. it's Phil and a D, Phil Dawson, right? A Browns yes. player of old. Or... Former kicker. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Loved him. He's my favorite. And You've so. Got the cat. Yes. So a 10 hour road trip with a brand new cat yeah, yeah. in the backseat. So we, we arrived back at my like my hometown where my parents live on Saturday. We came from Alex's back there. I visited with him Saturday night. I cried a little bit seeing him the first time. Mm -hmm. He let me hold him, just snuggled in my arms like a baby. And honestly, if you held him like a baby, he would lay in your arms until you had to move or had to pee or just gave up for the night and just slept there. And so we visited Saturday night and then Sunday arrived back at my aunt's to pick him up. And you said you had fostered animals oh, before yeah. and well, that it was so time. hard yeah. right not again get too yeah. attached yeah so my aunt carries him out to the car and he's just snuggling in her arm and i had my former co-host he won one of those pet raffle baskets one time and it came with a a small pet bed that would fit probably like a, a you know a yorkie or a chihuahua comfortably so <laughs> yeah. he had a a go, uh, yellow lab definitely not going to fit in this pet bed. So he's like, here, take this for your cats. Well, my cats never really used it. But I thought, well, I never throw anything away. I'll bring along this pet bed. Maybe Phil Dawson will like to ride in the pet bed in the back seat. So we set up a litter box and all that. So my aunt places him in the, the pet bed. She starts to cry. She's like, oh. I know he's going to have a good home, but I'm just so sad to see him leave. So he's kind of looking around like, I don't know why I'm in this car. And keep in mind, the last couple times he's been taking car rides, he's had a major surgery. Then he went to the emergency vet. And so he's probably thinking, oh, great, here we go. He rode like a sweet little angel, not a peep out of him for the entire 10 hours in that little pet bed to the point where... We made a stop, and Mom said, I'm going to get in the back and just kind of love him up a little bit just to get him moving oh, thought, because he's been cramped up in this bed. I thought it was like an so, in, a new infant. I got to make sure he's breathing. Well, we do, we were. I kept like kind of like angling down the rear view mirror, and he was either sleeping or his eyes were just looking up at me. So she gets him out, loves him up, and then we thought, well, maybe there's a little too much sun coming in the back window oh, right on him. Cats love sun, don't they? Well, it got a little hot, I think. So she made a little tent with her sweatshirt in the window. Linda. But, I know. I've been sleeping in the basement with him on an air mattress the past couple nights because that's where I'm keeping his litter. And, you know, it's I don't have a mammoth house, but it's big for a little guy who has no idea what, you know, you open another door and there's more house to explore. So we've kept him in the basement the first night. 
And then we gave him run of the basement up the stairs right into the kitchen. And he's doing well in there. I think that's going to be one more day. And then maybe we open up the living room now to explore. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we're camped out having slumber parties oh, in the basement. But uh, when will the cat be sitting next to you on the couch here when you're doing well, the show? That's this room, certainly by this tomorrow. This room may be huh? further. Yeah, this may be, room may be further in the oh. week because that's a lot of extra rooms for him to all of a sudden go, oh, wait, there's more. Phil Dawson's new I home know. is going oh. well. So happy to hear. I know. Let's see some updated photos, maybe. Maybe I'll post some today for sure. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. It's a great day with Q102. So you you loved the Barbie movie then that uh, surely over the holiday weekend you took in? I did not have time for movie watching. Maybe when it's finally offered for free in 2039, you'll... Uh, Things will have settled to, down hey, in my life. Oh, yes. That's right. That's that movie I never got to see. It's like only like the biggest film of the millennium. <laughs> we saw Gran Turismo, and I was a little disappointed okay. this morning to see that it was only number four. Behind Blue Beetle. Yeah, I did see the Equalizer 3. And here's how out of touch with anything other than bringing home the cat safely. I was driving through Chicago and I saw a big billboard with Denzel's face on it. And I was like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. And then it said Equalizer 3. I'm like, oh, mom, did you know they're going to make an Equalizer 3 movie? Um, (laughs) Not even realizing it was in the box office. It's out. Yeah. Thought about that. We're like, what should we see? And and I always thought, well, I kind of want to see Gran Turismo after seeing the trailer. Here's just a little piece of this. Gran Turismo players in the world. Now is your chance to race real cars. This is insane. It's not going to work. The guys who race are elite athletes. Your kids are scrawny little gamer kids. That's where you come in. I think, like I thought when I first heard about it, Oh, it's a movie about a car racing video game. But then to find out, it's all a true story about how uh, a Japanese programmer made this Gran Turismo game for PlayStation, Mm -hmm. and it's the most realistic driving game ever, to the point where they took the top 10 gamers in the country, took them to a race car academy on a track in real cars, and then took the number one to actually go on the circuit to race with real cars. True story. It's just fascinating. Well, and one of our listeners, I think, was it last week, said, oh, yeah, you should you should go. You're going to really like it. And I thought, ah, oh, I was kind of with yeah. you, like video game, kind of virtual reality mm-hmm, movies, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. exactly always my favorite. But no, it's good. True How did Londa like it? We came out, I'm like, uh, were you scr- did you like it? She goes, I loved it. Really? Okay. Loved it. I did too. And there were uh, there was even a, maybe a tear or two. What? Now, That's did so you good. watch any of the Fast and Furious movies yeah, and the, like, the hundred of those in the franchise? Because I've never seen one of those yeah. either. One and two, I think I saw. Well, that's all kind of street racing, street dragging. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, professional auto racing mm-hmm. and uh, the Le Mans, the 24-hour prestigious race. And, and this kid uh, raced. True story. And so then at the end, I love it when they do this. Stay for the credits when they show side-by-side oh, side photos of the actor and the real guy. Just really a, a good, compelling story. A lot of great video action. 
I think that word of mouth is going to boost that up this week for the okay. few like us who saw it. Going to tell everybody it was so good. I am uh, surprised a little that there was the tearjerker moments in there because you think you're just going to get like jet fuel and like yeah, yeah, the yeah. smell of the racetrack. <sighs> I will tell you one other movie that if if you're all about like the racing, and I know you love dogs and you didn't watch This Is Us, but the the main guy Jack in This Is Us yeah. plays a race car driver in the art of racing in the rain. Did you ever see that? No. In the rain, specifically. Uh Yeah, The Art of Racing in the Rain. It came out in 2019, and so good. Uh So good. And I'm not really a race car fan. I don't get into all that, but uh, you'll love it. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, now that we're in the the track racing mode, perhaps we'll have to check that out. (laughs) The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.